3: Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at Chumpacasino.com. Welcome to
1: the family.
0: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
1: Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, Senior Editor at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Senior Editor at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. And for once, we have the trio back. Yes, it's not just a dynamic duo. Dave Schofield's back from his three and a half weeks uh, sabbatical, it feels like. Dave, what's going on?
3: Oh, not too much. As soon as you introduce our other person, I, I have a little bit more to say, but oh. I'll, I'll, I'll yield to him first.
1: Okay, so Brian Anthony <laughs> Davis, our podcast producer, please introduce yourself to the audience. on this Wow, I, I, I'm glad that
0: I, I get involved in this. Yeah. Hey, it is so great to have the three of us back. And as the podcast producer, I proclaim that the three of us will be together forever.
1: Except next week when I take the week off. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is the worst show on the platform. Like, literally, I don't know why anyone listens because the Steelers preview is never all three of us. It's been, like, two for the last, like, five weeks. Hey,
3: it's our hot season. I didn't want to get into something really deep without Brian being introduced. I thought that would be rude. Okay. But I, I need to play something real quick, okay? And it's called You Were Right, You Were Wrong, Okay. And this is going off of last week's show, which you guys like to you know, talk about various things. Let, let's start with one Jefferson Hartman, okay? Where you okay. were right and where you <laughs> were wrong, okay? Here's where you were right. It, you are right. Unless it's your team, the team that just won the Super Bowl, you're supposed to hate the next year. You're supposed yeah. to hate them and root against them. You were right. OK, where you were wrong was saying that I had not been on the show for forever. I've missed two episodes in all of 2021. And that was the first week of June and the first week of July, which was last week.
1: So I, that's I think, where you were right. And that's where you were wrong. I think that's two more than me, but I digress. Uh, okay. That's where I'm it might, right. It
3: might. It might. <laughs> it probably is two more than you. OK, now one bride, Anthony Davis. Here's where you were right. and you were wrong? I'm i could have wrong. Done, well, no, well, I could have done. I could have done where you were right as where Jeff was wrong. And that is, I'm going to settle your dispute from last week about one Benjamin Todd Rothelsberger's playing time in the preseason. Oh, the last great. the last time BTR played in more than one preseason game was 2015. In your face, Hartman. Okay. 16, he only played week three. 17, he only played week three. 18 he only played week three. Nineteen, he only played week three. And of course, 2020, there was no preseason. So just because you guys were saying we need the Oracle, he would know this. So yeah. we did. There, there's the answer. There
1: and Brian, I was wrong. Good job.
3: Okay. Brian, where you were wrong, it was Every, not everything else. It was not a black and gold G string. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, please tell me it. that the
0: scobros didn't go it wasn't the scobro alfresco show no
3: no it wasn't the scobro alfresco was even the scobro speedo okay it was even that banana hammock <laughs> live chat
0: who would you rather see in a banana hammock <laughs> favorite rich <laughs> oh my gosh this is this show is deep over no, three no, minutes we, in we, we've already hit 2 a.m
3: status
1: Ugh. oh my so gosh i just had to clean that up since i wasn't here last week there you go i want to do something really neat uh this is something i know brian's done before on the hangover if you're watching live which we have total on facebook and youtube uh, a little under 70 people live watching right now where are you watching from all you gotta say is where you're from uh it'd be cool to see uh where everyone is and our live shows, which, in case you're listening on audio platform, and you don't know how to catch those, you can either follow our Facebook page. Uh, just search behind the steel curtain, you'll follow that. We have it's verified. We have, I think, a well over one hundred thousand followers, and then you can find us on YouTube by going to BTSC Steelers Radio. Search that in YouTube, you'll find us. Subscribe. We have just over seven thousand subscribers, I believe. I'd love to get that to eight. Mark Davison's watching from the moon. That's pretty exciting for him. I mean, we thought that being in upside-down world is good enough down in Australia. But Columbus, Ohio, we have a Iowa, Loretta, P.A.
0: Uh, Loretta, oh, there we go, close to my hometown. Loretta, now.
1: sorry. Uh, <laughs> Kenneth Beamer from West Virginia. Where in West Virginia? That's that's my old stomping grounds. Uh, some people from Pittsburgh, that's boring. Um, you know what's funny about that we don't see a lot of pittsburgh no we really don't we (laughs) really don't that's what's crazy louisiana felicia welcome to the show as always phoenix yeah
3: hey felicia
1: (laughs) all right so let us know where you're chiming in maybe you might find someone in the live chat that's from your actual town that you're watching from norfolk virginia chiming in uh i know that right now the people that are in the live chat on youtube can't see the Facebook comments, we can see both, but they can't. Um, So if you see a say like Norfolk and they're like, where is this person from? They might be on the Facebook side to keep that uh, in the background. Laurel, Maryland from James. There you go. We're up in Western Maryland. And that's off awful. As we know, this time of year is all the Ravens fans are, they're like termites. They come out of the Mm. woodwork. It's like, they go into hiding. And then all of a sudden, here they come, they come out and go Lamar. (laughs) Then they lose,
0: then they lose two games. And then they're like, all right, they disappear. (laughs)
3: <laughs> but, but the further west you go in Maryland the more black and gold it gets. Absolutely. Well, and it's not even just for the west, the the higher in elevation, I guess maybe I should say. You know,
1: the higher getting, in elevation. Getting, <laughs> getting further
3: away from hell.
1: So if you go to Kaiser's Ridge, <laughs> yeah. you got a lot of steel <laughs> fans you here. You do. <laughs> oh man. You really okay. look at that. All bad company. There it is. $2. Hashtag bad company. Hashtag copyright infringement. Hashtag lawsuit pending. Right. Um, hashtag I ask permission. <laughs> hashtag sure I
0: always pump up, ride or die.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's from Cali, LA. There you go.
3: Ooh,
0: uh, there right. we go.
1: What's Moyoc, up? Moyoc, North
3: Carolina. Just went through there last weekend. Actually, my sister-in-law is from there. Moyoc? Yeah. Well, she's sure. kind of my sister-in-law. She's my sister's sister-in-law. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> Second
0: <laughs> my cousin. Sister, yeah. <laughs> <At> law, <laughs> lawyers, <bus> driver, <laughs> Uber drivers, right. Ooh, <laughs> that's
1: Harper's that's Ferry. Oh. Nice. Very oh. close. Oh man, that's way too close. I today. spent I
0: spent a week a week in the the HF uh, for my son's birthday
1: last year. Yeah, and you met some people that knew me down there because it's yeah. not close to where I work. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> great rafting down there. I had such Absolutely. Good time. All right, let's get this show on the road. Let's talk about it. welcome to everyone that's watching live, uh, on Facebook or YouTube. Um, Dave, you want to say you something Not You me distracted.
3: You've got Hawaii, man. It's all kinds of good stuff.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. We normally have someone on Facebook that's always from Hawaii, actually. So actually, yeah. we want to talk about today, in the first part at least, the best and worst case scenarios for the Pittsburgh Steelers heading into training camp. Now, again, Dave said this on his Thursday show, The Stab Geek. I reiterated it for Friday on my Let's Ride podcast. And now it's one of those situations where, like, we don't know when these players are actually going to report. We know the date that they could, that they are legally, or I should say, allowed to by the NFL. That is the 21st. But we don't know if that's exactly when they're going to, going to report. Dave brought it up and it was a very good point. Maybe they're going to, are they going to do ramp up stuff again? Um, are they just going to have meetings? We don't know. Not sure why we don't know, but we don't know. So next week, we could be in the midst of training camp, or we could still be talking about when are they going to start? We'll see. But we're going to talk about best and worst case scenarios for the Pittsburgh Steelers heading into camp. Uh, Brian, you thought of this topic. Do, is there anything you want to, you know, are there any logistics that we or the listeners need to know before we get started? Yes, training camp only. Nothing for the season.
0: Okay. Yeah. Right.
3: So <coughs> this no. can no. include no. preseason because that's also in. You know, yeah, you have some games in there. Yeah, I mean, they break camp before the last preseason game, right? But yeah, yeah, just basically from yeah. from
0: now until September twelfth. Oh so the whole. All right, that's good. So, who wants to start? Any tonight? takers? Any takers? Who wants to start? You know what? I can I can take this one, and I'm not, I'm not I'm not going to go with the easy one. Are you doing best or worst right now? I'll, I'll go with best. Okay, and one of the best case scenarios that the Pittsburgh Steelers could possibly have. Is that Matt Canna's offense feels like home and
1: feels like old hat. Okay. No. So you're saying the best case scenario is that it's it's almost seamless? Yes. Okay. Very good. Mm. Seamless transition.
3: Seamless transition. That's a good one, Brian. I like that one.
1: Dave, do you have anything to say about Uh, that? Go ahead.
3: I was going to say, I have, I have mine. I can go next, but no, let's talk about this first. That really would be because like one of my scenarios that I did for Jeff's and my 30 scenarios in 30 days was actually talking about the Steelers and penalties for this year. And that's one of the biggest things you have to worry about when you have a new coordinator, especially with one where they're going to be implementing a lot of motion Are there going to be some, you know, illegal formation, you know, false start or anything because of the timing or stuff issues being off if they have that seamless transition and I'm just talking about those kind of penalties in the preseason, even let alone, since we're not allowed to talk about the regular season, that would, that, that is something good to, to look for, to see, you know, best case scenario, if that's seamless, where everyone just, well, you don't notice that the players don't seem lost in a new system. That's a really good point.
1: Yeah. All right, Dave, why don't you do yours?
3: Yeah. Mine is best case scenario that you have, that you have a battle for the center position, not who's going to win it by default, but you actually have multiple good options of who's going to win that job.
1: And I believe you've gone on record to state that you think Kendra green is going to win that outright. Correct. That's what I hope,
3: Okay. but I'm doing that more of, uh, I'm cause my biggest fear is, and you know, I'm, we shouldn't live in our fears, you know, except in the playoffs. Um, but we, you know, try not to live in my fears. My biggest fear is that it's going to be a, oh, who who do we have to put there rather than someone stepping up and and multiple people showing that they can play the position and you just have to go with which one is best and ready right away. Um, because my fear is if you have to go with not a great option either way, that you might as well go with green. But I don't see how they can do that saying he's still not under contract.
1: Yeah. And so (laughs) let's, uh, I'm going to go into mine because that was my number one. And that is Kendrick green actually signs his rookie contract. (laughs) I, I I can't even imagine. I can't even believe we're still doing, we're doing this. And I, I, you can ask Dave, I've literally, I mentioned this on my let's ride podcast Wednesday and it was, we've had this pre-write written for months. Because at rookie minicamp, they signed a slew of players. It's like Fryermuth, Harris, like all these guys, just boom, 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 signed, sometimes a multiple at a time. And we're thinking, oh, Kendra Green's the last one. Let's do this pre write. And we're still sitting on it. I, I do think it's going to happen. But what, Brian? And guess who fell trapped to that again?
0: <laughs> Me. I'm thinking, oh, Kendra Green signed. It's <laughs> because it was in the dashboard. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, it,
1: Little orange Jeff, dud. <laughs> Jeff I didn't say it,
3: but yeah, Jeff literally wrote that article hours after yeah. the last, it was Fairmouth was the last one to sign before green, right? I think so. Um, cause the only reason you don't pre-write those articles otherwise is because sometimes they're grouped together. Like I know Dan Moore and Buddy Johnson, they were both announced at the same time. So you don't really know how well, you know, to prepare for it. But when there's only one guy left, you're
1: like, well, we might as well get it ready. Fernie's going to sign. And we've been waiting. We have been waiting indeed. Let's get to George. He put $5 in the tip jar. Thank you very much, George. He says, do you think Canada's offense will translate to the National Football League? Spurrier and Kelly, I believe he's referring to Chip Kelly. They failed. Uh, they, I think this is a really good question. Um I do think that the offenses are different. Uh, I don't think yet you know, chip Kelly, my gosh, I mean, you're talking about the offensive players sprinting down the field. <laughs> and they, I mean, they had three and outs and the defense had just been on, on the field 45 seconds earlier. That was a little bit extreme in terms of the college philosophy. I don't think that Canada's offense is like that. Um, uh, Brian, I'll let you go first, and then I'll let Dave go first, and I'll chime in. Go ahead, Brian. What do you think about that question?
0: First of all, Chip Kelly's offense was a distraction when you're holding up pictures of B Arthur and Spongebob on the sidelines (laughs) to call plays, and you're like, what's going on here? Um, You know, I really like the way Matt Canada, he adapts to every situation, and he kind of, he tailors his offense. It's not, hey, this is my way or the highway. He kind of tailors his system to where that where that offense already is. So he's he's taking his offense and saying, "All right, Ben Roethlisberger, you're a 48 long. I'm going to make I'm going to make this fit you like a beautiful suit." And he's going to do that the whole way around. The biggest problem I had with Randy Featner's offense was in 2019 when he had his Ben Roethlisberger offense, and when Ben Roethlisberger went out, Mason Rudolph comes in, and it was... Randy didn't know what to do. Randy did not know how to adapt it to another quarterback. And he didn't know how to adapt it to Duck Hodges either. So it was kind of a disaster that way because it wasn't innovative. When you're innovative, and when you're good, and when you're an offensive genius, and nobody's saying he's a genius yet, That is yet to be seen. But what we're saying about what Matt Canada can do and what we've seen at different places that he's been, he knows how to tweak and make it the Pittsburgh Steelers offense. It's not the Maryland offense. It's not the Pitt Panthers offense. It's not the NC State offense.
1: What do you think about that, Dave?
3: Yeah. Well, first of all, I have to say, Chip Kelly, part of his problem was insisting on doing the personnel that he went with. And like he didn't care about having. You know, and he he got rid of great players in order to have guys that he thought could do what he wanted to do best, which isn't a bad idea, but what he did wasn't really that good to get by with the players that... Anyway, Um, he was also the first person I ever made a meme about. That was funny. Um, But the difference I, I see in Matt Canada is... It was something. I don't know where I caught this. If it was someone on NFL Network, I I don't watch full shows or anything, but I'll see clips and things on Twitter. When Matt Canada was hired, one one of the one of the people said it might have been ESPN or something. Non local Pittsburgh person said Matt Canada is someone that NFL coaches has have been, you know, kind of tweaking his brain about bringing the college game you know, implementing certain things from the college game to the NFL for a while. The Pittsburgh Steelers are the ones who are actually giving him a shot to do it. That's the one thing. And the other thing is you had a year with him first. He didn't go straight from college to being offensive coordinator or head coach as the other guys. He actually eased in a little bit as the quarterback's coach for a year. I think that'll help, but it's still not certain. That's still a really good question
1: my i'm going to answer this by asking you both a question do you think that mad canada's offense is based off of gimmicks in any way shape or form brian what do you think
0: not really no but okay. if they were who cares dave ken okay. wizard's oh, yeah. offense was based on gimmicks and they did some
1: well with some of those gimmicks well a trick play is not a gimmick
0: okay, th- then he mixed he mixed some he mixed some stuff in. He mixed some trips in.
1: okay. let me let me let me ask this again, because I'm not sure if you understand what I'm thinking with gimmicks, not that you don't understand that. I so might when, have I, not. when I think of gimmicks, I'm thinking of like a chip Kelly style offense where you're talking about looking at the sideline. you see cards, you're calling a play. You're running ra- rapid, straight up. Like that is the way that they run. It's just t- completely unorthodox. So Ken Wisenhunt, and so did Malarkey. They both loved to use trick plays, but it wasn't a gimmick offense. They were very standard in terms of a professional-style offense. Do you think Canada's offense is more professional-style or more gimmicks?
0: I think it's more of a professional-style. Absolutely not a gimmick offense, in my
1: opinion. Okay, Dave, what do you think?
3: I would say, I mean... We still haven't seen it. You know what I'm saying? We're still based based on what we know know from college and what we expect from it. I'm going to say it could be, it could be, it's pushing the envelope more than others, than than others would towards being quote unquote gimmicky. But I don't think it's going there because I I don't think it's abandoning the basic principles of what would be considered a pro offense. If you know what I mean.
1: I'm I don't I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know, but I tell you what I do know is I've read Jeffrey Benedict's uh, offensive breakdown articles this offseason where he's gone into and it really been fascinating just to learn about football. He's gone into everything from how Matt Canada likes to run play action, the the shifts, the pre snap movement, and he literally will take one play and he will diagnose everything that's happening with every. It's pretty, it, I'm telling you, just if you haven't seen him, go to our, our film room section on the website, scroll down on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, click on Steelers Film Room, and you'll find them. Um, and it's it's not gimmicky, in my opinion. It's about matchups. It's based on matchups. He sees a matchup that he wants to exploit, and he finds a way to do it. And it's unique, and it's different, but I don't think that's gimmicky. And I don't think that's gimmicky at all. I think that's very intelligent. That's forward thinking and that's something the Steelers haven't had as an at an offensive coordinator since maybe some of those coordinators I mentioned in Malarkey and wasn't because I don't think Todd Haley was forward thinking either. He was very reactionary. And so this is mm-hmm. going to be different. Yeah. And Todd I, Haley no, was no different. I was going to say
3: maybe Bruce Arians, but all I all I think of <laughs> with him ben is ben that he killed, was just he getting was... Ben killed. <laughs> if it wasn't for getting Ben killed all the time, that you know you that's yeah.
1: But as as Brad Jewett says in the live chat, asked that question after a week or two, even of the preseason. And he said, we have no idea how Ben and uh, Canada are constructing what they like to do. It's going to take time. It's going to evolve. It has to evolve. If it doesn't evolve, we will be Randy Lane 2.0. Because you know Randy Feedner's offense never evolved once since he was... Um, Hired as the offensive coordinator. Okay, so we've kind of gotten off track there, but that was a great question by, I think it was George that asked that question. All right, so let's go back into best and worst. We can either stay with best, Brian, or we can go over to worst. It's up to you. Go ahead. Let's go to worst.
0: Okay. And I'm going to continue the Kendrick Green trade train here, and what I'm going to stay with Kendrick Green is the worst-case scenario is that he is still a project, not ready to move from guard to center
1: center full-time there you go I'll, yeah that's looking at it
3: from that perspective of guard versus center i see that
1: i get to me though brian i get, i think i agree with you 100 but is is finney ready is like the next part of that if finney is is capable then okay if he's a project then they can wait a year or two we'll see
0: and, and i think dave kind of covered that in his
1: yeah when he yeah. was talking about the center part. yeah for sure all yeah. right dave what's yours
3: Worst, worst case scenario, pl- I hate to even say it because you don't like to use the I word, but let's just say positions where the Steelers are thin, they get thinner.
1: I'll just say injuries, Dave. Exactly. No,
3: I mean, you're going to deal with injuries no matter what. You really right. are. Right, you're right, going right, to right. deal with injuries. But there are a few key positions that if there's an injury – You're much more. I mean, I hate to say it, OLB, you know, they're really thin there anyway. So if you're dealing with something, even if you're talking about a reserve person not being available, you could really be in trouble based on a a specific injury. I can't remember, and I talked about it. Was it, was it 20, was it 2018 when the Steelers went most of the season with just three? Inside line, outside linebackers, I mean, because like people like the Denier, but he was on the, i. he went on IR early. It was just Chickalow and Bud and Watt and that was it. Ugh. I mean, and they went with, they rolled with just three and they actually got by with it. And I, 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 mean, they didn't have anyone else in the roster. That's what's crazy. And you're really playing with fire in that circumstance, but I'm just hoping that if they – if and when – I shouldn't say if. When they suffer some injuries, it's not at one of the positions where they're already thin.
1: That's a good one. Uh, Brian, anything to say about that? We knew someone was going to bring up injuries at some point.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the easy one. And I I fully concur with with
1: Dave on that one. My worst-case scenario, and this is – I didn't put these in any specific order, mm-hmm. is – Someone or some people, some players, plural, shows up to camp out of shape. Um, I hate that. I hated it when Casey Hampton used to do it for Bill Cowher. They would do the run test, and he would fail it, and Cowher would talk about how Hampton's not going to be practicing today because he's going to be doing conditioning work on the sideline. (laughs) I just know that Mike Tomlin, more so than Bill Cowher, preaches conditioning conditioning, 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 show up in shape, show up in shape. It's the last thing he said to the media before they cut mandatory minicamp was the last thing I told my team was show up in shape. The worst case scenario is that there's players that don't listen to him, don't show up in shape. And we've all seen how this fan base, this media that covers the team, they would just jump on that like flies on, you know what? And I just don't want it to happen. So hopefully everyone comes into shape in good condition and that's going to help them with those minor injuries and bumps and bruises and things like that. All right, go ahead, Brian. What's your next one? All right, let's go back to a best case scenario. And
0: what what I'm going to look at here is that somebody emerges from the from the defensive backfield that you were not expecting to.
1: Hmm. Do you have someone in mind?
0: Yeah, everybody wants James Pierre but I'm looking more at a Justin Lane. Huh? I, I'm not predicting. <laughs> this is not a prediction. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry.
1: I'm no, sorry. Lustin? Lustin- Lustin-
0: <laughs> LJ. I'm looking at LJ. I'm, lo- you know what we put, we definitely put a lot of labels on these players um, before they get, before they get to year three. And we've already labeled LJ here or JL or whatever you want to call him. But, and everybody is really on the, I want to call him Juan Pierre because of the baseball player, but James <laughs> Pierre. Everybody's on the James Pierre bandwagon. And it would be great if he comes up, but people are expecting. People, it's now, wouldn't it be great to know he's going to, everyone expects it. And that could go, that could go in another direction. But, you need somebody to step up at corner. And if somebody else, now there's there's other guys there. You've got you've got the undrafted free agents, Shakur Brown. You have Mark Gilbert. I mean, a best case scenario would be if this guy gets over his injury problems and, and shines. But somebody at corner needs to be there to kind of to kind of soften the blow of Steven Nelson being gone.
1: Let me just say my boy lustin or I'm Justin lane. And if you listen to my uh, let's ride podcast from last season, you know exactly what I'm talking about and why we call him that. If you don't ask in the live chat, if you're watching live and they'll explain it to you. Um, but for me, I hope he plays well. It, this is a third round draft pick that they spent on this cornerback from Michigan state. Steven Nelson is gone. And this is a perfect, the door is wide open for him to step up and say, you know what? I can take the outside. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Let me take. A, this is his third year in the league. This is the time that you would think he steps into that role. Now they did sign Cam Sutton. No one knows how they're going to utilize him. Whether he's going to be in every single outside, um, you know, every down outside cornerback player. If he's going to flex around, that's it's neither here nor there. I hope he plays well. I really do. I really do. Dave, is there anything you want to say?
3: No, Brian and you guys
1: did a good job with that. All right, well, what's your next uh, best case scenario?
3: My okay. best case scenario is that this team plays this season with five numbers burned into their skull that they don't forget. and that is one one zero two one. Don't forget that date and what happened on that date. And what took your season Mm. and how all that and everything that went down and, you know, got in such a hole, you couldn't overcome it. Or maybe you could have if you weren't living in your fears. Um, But I'm not going to go there. (laughs) In other words, that should be your driving force is because because that's all everyone right now is thinking of. That's all the entire narrative about the 2021 Pittsburgh Steelers is based on their last time they stepped on a football field. And rightfully so, because of what you saw there, everything that they did before that. And I mean, especially the first half of the season, we know how it all kind of fell apart, but all that seems to be forgotten that, that, you know, that it was major problems, maybe not just one thing or two things that went in the wrong direction. This team and these players and this franchise, they believe that they were really close, even when some of those other things were falling apart, that that it wasn't major issues. It was minor things, a couple too many minor things that added up. And if you fix those minor things, then there's no stopping them. They need to remember that, and that's what should carry them, not just into the start of the season, but you need to remember that next January when you're playing week 17 and 18 and hopefully beyond.
0: It's a
1: good one. Brian, anything to add to that? No, I like that completely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll tell you what, this is a good time for a break. (laughs) When we come off the break, I'm going to give a best case scenario, a fun one surrounding one, Mr. Devin Bush. So if you're listening in the audio side, please head over to part two. If you're watching live on Facebook or YouTube, stay tuned. We're not going anywhere, so stay, stay right here. We'll be right back after this break.
0: With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com.
2: That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No process over 18 by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.